How many times have you eaten out only to barely get home because you're running for the toilet? And I know for me, there were several times when I didn't even come close to making it home. That restaurant bathroom and I, we became good friends real fast. It's embarrassing, it's annoying, it holds everyone up in your family. Or worse, if you're out with friends or colleagues, it holds them up and you just feel awful. Today, I want to change all that for you. I want you to know the absolute pleasure of eating out without feeling like crap afterwards, without running to the bathroom, without setting off a flare-up, without spending more time on the toilet for the next several days than you're spending with your spouse or your kids without having you run to the doctor when the experience really sets off a chain reaction. I want you to go out and truly enjoy the experience. Feel confident that what you're eating won't harm you. And instead of having your belly saying, why me? Instead, have your belly say thank you long after the meal's over. It's possible. It is possible in five simple steps. Let me show you how. You're listening to the Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD, a safe space where moms with Crohn's and colitis connect, explore powerful tools for healing, and transform our lives to thrive in motherhood and in life. I'm your host, Karen Haley, IBD health coach, integrative wellness enthusiast, and mom to three outstanding kids. After having Crohn's disease for 30 years and working as a health advocate exclusively with IBD clients for the last 10 years, I know it's time to bring the types of candid conversations I have with my clients out into the open. It's our time to go on an IBD healing journey and do it like only a mom can. Let's do this. Hey there, dear mom friend. We meet again. Have I told you lately how much I just love hanging out with you? It's the best part of my week for sure. I just want to thank you. Thank you for allowing me the privilege to share this space with you every week. Each and every week, I am just so grateful for this community of IBD moms. We're all just working it. We're doing it in the best way that we know how at any given moment and you, you just rock. You rock for taking this time for yourself. Because I know being a mom myself, I know how hard that is to do. I know how hard it is to say, I'm taking this time for me. So just right now, I'm going to go ahead and just give you, I'm giving it to you right now. I'm giving you some air high fives and virtual hugs. And it's corny, I know, but we're moms and we know how to embrace the corny. Today, we are continuing our four-part series, Eating Beyond Your Four Walls, and this is part two. Throughout the series, we are covering how you, how you can eat out at restaurants successfully, eat at a friend's house, a neighbor's house, a co-worker's house, all while staying on your gut healing diet and leaving feeling elated because you did it. And we're also talking about eating with ease when you travel, whether you go by plane or train or car or whatever option you choose. We're doing this all in four parts. Last week, we started the series and our focus was 
about general eating out tips. And I gave you 15 juicy tips to make sure that you are successful when you eat out at a restaurant. You're happy, your belly is happy, you have a place that you can go back to time and time again. And now today, we're going to continue the conversation, but we're going to get a little bit more specific with eating out. You can have all that general information, but if you're unsure about the actual ordering part, eating out, it just isn't going to work for you. So this episode is a really good one. It's going to really help you with that ordering part of eating out. So get your pen and paper ready. Open that notes app on your phone if you're in a place where you can do it because you're going to want to take notes for this one. And if you haven't listened to part one yet, it's okay. You can go back and listen to it later. It does stand alone, but I have to tell you with part two, it's just everything you need to eat out successfully. It's all wrapped up in a shiny red bow. Now, this episode is especially for you, my friend, if you're on or you want to be on a gut healing diet. You want to use food to help your Crohn's or colitis symptoms. Or if you know you have some food sensitivities that are keeping you away from certain foods and you haven't been able to successfully take that way of eating out of your home and into a restaurant atmosphere, this is going to help you too. And this episode is also for you if you have had that eating out experience that we all seem to have with inflammatory bowel disease. We eat a meal that we think is going to work for us and then no sooner than a few minutes later, we're running to the bathroom and we get stuck with abdominal pain, gas, bloating, or we just generally feel horrible. Now, before we get started, I am excited to tell you that this episode is brought to you by my IBD Foodie Thanksgiving Table Cookbook. Have you gotten your copy yet? Even if you snagged it last year, this year it's been updated and revised and you are going to want to check it out again. It's probably my most downloaded freebie of the year and I know you're going to love it. It's all your holiday favorite recipes with a gut healthy and gut healing twist. And it will leave your whole family's taste buds happy this Thanksgiving. From Tom the turkey to gut friendly gravy, stuffings, sides, desserts, even breakfast. Even your Thanksgiving day breakfast. These recipes, they were for me years in the making. And they're really the cornerstone of every Thanksgiving for my whole family. The recipes in the cookbook, they are kid tested, they're mom approved for any holiday you're celebrating this time of year. Get your IBD Foodie Thanksgiving Table Cookbook by going to karenhaley.com forward slash Thanksgiving. That's karenhaley.com forward slash Thanksgiving, K-A-R. Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y dot com forward slash Thanksgiving. And I want you to let me know, how does this all go for you? How do you like the recipes? I always love hearing from you about this particular cookbook, especially. What did you enjoy? Which ones did you tweak to help in your particular situation? And which ones did your family rave about? Let me know. 
Okay, my love, are you ready? Are you ready to dine out successfully, staying on that gut healing diet without having to run to the bathroom straight away after you're done eating? Let's get started with your five simple steps to foolproof gut healthy restaurant ordering. So no more getting glutened or grained or getting sick after. Let's start with step one. Step one is plan ahead. Let me tell you what I mean by that. If you know the restaurant you're planning to dine out at, look them up online first. Now, I know. I know that this sounds super simple, but I cannot tell you how many mamas overlook it or they just don't take the time to do it. Isn't spending 10 minutes on a website before you eat out worth avoiding the hours, the time away from your kids, away from chores that need to get done, away from, well, maybe you'd want to (laughs) not do the chores, but somehow, sometimes they need to get done. Uh, Maybe keeping you from the work you need to do. All of this. Maybe you're sitting in bed with a heating pad, going to the doctor if it gets that bad, calling and canceling appointments. Isn't it worth spending 10 minutes to do that? And I'm going to answer that question for you because I'm going to tell you the answer. The answer is yes. Yes, it is worth that 10 minutes. And I am telling you, I am an absolutely unchecked procrastinator. So if I can do this, I know that you can do this too. Even if worst case scenario, it's on your phone in the car on the way to the restaurant. It still needs to get done. Now, From personal experience, I can tell you that you're going to just get better info if you do it on a full screen. That's why I like you to do it before you leave. Worst case scenario, you're doing it in the car. Best case scenario, you're doing it at home on a full screen because you can just see the menu. You can see what's what better on a full screen. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's my over 40 eyes, but I feel like it's easier on a larger screen. I'll do it on the phone if that's my only option, but I would rather do this. Take 10 minutes before we leave and do it. It's all in one place. You can easily find what you're looking for. And like I said, 10 minutes tops, no more. It just doesn't take longer than that. I can usually get what I need in about five minutes. And that's because I've been doing this for years. So I promise you, you, over time, you will make this happen even quicker as well. But I know that's about all the time that you have. (laughs) Am I right? You don't have more time than that. So five, ten minutes, you can take that time. Hopefully, I promise you, it's worth it to do this ahead of time. It's simple, but it's not easy. And that's why so many of us fail to do it. Many, many skip this first step. And I'm just going to tell you, don't do it. This is your foundational step. Do yourself a favor and just do step one, plan ahead. Now, once you get to that restaurant website, what is it that you're looking for? Let's talk about that. You're looking for the allergen information, like from an allergy list or a gluten-free menu. All of these things are signs that when they're present, it means that the staff is aware of food sensitivities and they're willing to work with you. Let's just take, let's take a typical chain restaurant in the United States, one that's in most states, like Outback Steakhouse. I'm going to go ahead and just go to their website 
and I am going to, I'm going to click on their menu and then I'm going to, let's see, I'm going to scroll down right in the middle of the menu section is something that says gluten-free menu. So it's right in front of you and that is your starting place. If my family is going out there, I will go to the website, go to this section, and I will pick a few menu items. So right now I'm looking at the menu, the gluten-free menu at the Outback Steakhouse, and I'm seeing a couple things that jump out at me as things that I could probably eat. One of them is pineapple and pork medallions, and then another one is the perfectly grilled salmon. So once I have those items, then I'm going to take that info directly to the restaurant, knowing that at the starting place, they already are gluten-free. So that works for me. Then what I'll do is I'll take that information directly to the restaurant, knowing that it's gluten-free. And I'll also be prepared to ask about what else is in there. Corn, soy, grains of any kind, sugar, dairy, things like that. So it's my starting place going to the website. And then I take that information and now I can take it further once I get to the restaurant. Let me give you one more example. I am going to look up Chipotle. Okay, so I love Chipotle because they take this whole gluten-free menu thing and they take it one step further. I love that about them. So when you go to the Chipotle website and you go to their online menu, okay, so I'm looking there right now and it takes allergens one step further. When you go to their website, you're going to see the menu section. It will check all of their items for dairy, soy, sulfites. Isn't that cool, right? And it, it gets even better than that on their website. If you click on diets, the diet section, it's going to show you which of their items follow the practices of certain diets. So you can look under gluten-free, but not just gluten-free, Whole30, Keto, Paleo. How cool is that? It's really rare and it's why I love that particular website. And maybe you have a Chipotle in your area. If you do, I would definitely go there first and check out that section on their website. Now, of course, some restaurants, they have better websites than others, and you won't know until you look. But as we're going to talk about in step two, you'll see that even if that search I told you to do, even if that comes up with a dead end, you still have options. So we're going to talk about those options in just a second. But when step one is successful, and I have to tell you, most of the time it is, once you look at the restaurant website and search out two or three menu options, never just pick one, by the way, I learned that the hard way, once you know what your options are, now you can also plan the condiments you're going to bring. If you listened to last week's episode, remember that I mentioned my favorite little silicone containers that go in my purse. They hold my favorite condiments and I always take them to restaurants. So this is all the information that you need now to decide what are you going to put in your handy dandy condiment cases. So you're going to pick your condiments based on what you're thinking about having maybe ketchup, mustard, salad dressing, whatever condiments you like. Bring them from home and then you know that you'll always have a tasty gut-friendly meal. And by the way, knowing what your menu options are, it also gives you everything that you need to know to decide, do I need to bring my own bread? 
Let's say that I look at a menu and I see that a burger is going to be my best option. And that's a fantastic option because I love me a good burger. So, oh yeah, I'm now going to get my burger bun out of the freezer. I'm going to put it in my purse along with my personal condiment containers with ketchup, mayo, and maybe I'll go a little saucy, a little crazy, and I'll chop up a little pickle and put that in as well. Bubby's brand, those are the best, best, best pickles. Bubby's, look for them. They're fantastic to put in your little condiment case and bring to a restaurant. And now I'm all set. I'm all set for a fun, tasty, and happy belly meal. Okay, so that's it for step one. You're planning ahead by perusing the website of the restaurant you want to go to ahead of time. You're going to spend five to ten minutes tops, and then you're getting anything that you want to bring getting that ready to go in your purse or your bag. Let's talk about step number two. In step number two, we call ahead. Now, you know, there's lots you can find out when you follow the World Wide Web. Am I right? I know we all can get stuck in that Google vortex from time to time. But like I said, you can't find out everything there. You can't always. And if you're dining out at a restaurant that you haven't ever been to before, or you check their website and you're not getting the information you need, I highly, highly recommend you call the restaurant before you go. This is helpful because even when a restaurant has a gluten-free or let's, ladies, let's just, let's dream big here. Maybe they have a grain-free or a paleo or an allergy-sensitive menu. Calling a restaurant, especially if this is your first time going there, it gives you a good sense of the staff's level of knowledge and if they'll be able to meet your needs. Because oftentimes, even if the restaurant says those things, it might say gluten-free, grain-free, paleo, dairy-free, vegetarian. Sometimes the staff still doesn't have a clue about what these eating plans mean. So that's why the call is helpful. Keep in mind, the when you call, you'll get the host or the hostess usually. That's who will answer the phone. You want to ask for the manager or the cook or the chef since they're the ones who will be most knowledgeable about the food they serve. And again, as I mentioned in part one, the nicer, the finer dining, the restaurant, the more willing they usually are to chat with you. And just a A bonus tip here, call during a lull. Don't call during peak hours. They will never have the time to talk to you then. But if you call 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, usually you're going to get someone who can chat with you. If you're going out to lunch, call as soon as they open. You know, right when they open, 10, 30, 11. I have done this multiple times and I have gotten great results. Now, if this is something that you've never done before, I know that it can just feel really intimidating. It can feel like you're overstepping, you're bothering them. And let's face it, it's kind of weird. But trust me, once you do this a few times and you get your spiel down for what you want to say, you're going to get better at it. And I just remember, I remember my first time when, when I just first started doing this, when I started making calls like this, I would have to just write everything down. Like I had a script because I I just wanted to make sure that I didn't miss anything. Plus, 
I would get a little nervous when I would make this phone call and I would feel like I was being that bother that I mentioned. And so having the script, it just gave me a little bit of breathing room, a little bit of peace of mind when I made this phone call. And if you're still feeling skeptical about this step, I want you to think about it this way. If you don't do this now and then regret the decision and you make this decision to not make the call over and over, restaurant after restaurant, you end up with an achy belly and all the other crappy things that go along with it, all those things we experience with our IBD, I know if you go through that, I know that it's what's going to motivate you to make this call. But you don't have to wait that long. Like I said, I had to learn to make these kinds of calls, but I am so glad that I did. It always improves my dining experience. It always improves the way that I feel after. Is it a little high maintenance? Yes, yes, it is. We just have to be honest and call it out for what it is. But it's time that we realize that if we want to be healthy with our IBD, If we want to be there for our kids, our family, and most importantly for ourselves, sometimes we have to be a little bit higher maintenance in the food department. And when you make that call, I want you to be sure to let them know when you'll be dining at the restaurant and that you have some food allergies. Many managers, they will make special arrangements for you. Or at the very least, they might even come and check on you when you arrive at the restaurant. So contacting them ahead of time, it will ensure that you get good service, good gut healing food, and a happy belly long after you're gone. And of course, when you have that good experience, then you're going to be more apt to be a repeat customer. And trust me, there is just nothing better than growing your list of restaurants that don't make you sick. This is huge. And you deserve this, mama. You deserve this. You deserve to be able to eat out, to have that fun experience, the community, the camaraderie of that experience. You deserve that just as much as anyone else. Okay, now you've planned ahead. You have called the restaurant. What's next? Okay, what's next is step number three. And step number three is talk to your server. Even though I know what you're saying, what do you, I, I, I planned ahead, I called the restaurant, I have to talk to my server too? Yes, yes, even though you've already done those things, even though you've called, it is still important that once you are at the restaurant, once you're seated, you talk to your server. Your server is the link between you and the food that works for your belly. Think about it in those terms. And I know this might seem like a tedious process, especially if this is your first time though at a restaurant. Learn from my past mistakes, complete all of these steps. Your belly, your health, they're worth it. You are worth it. And if you need to, I want you to write down that mantra. Write down what I just said. Write it on a card you keep in your purse or your wallet. Write it in your phone. And I'm going to say it one more time. Your belly and your health are worth it. Remind yourself that before you sit down to eat. Okay, so whether you have Crohn's or colitis or maybe you have celiac as well or food sensitivities, you know, sensitivities to certain foods like it could be grains or soy or maybe you're trying to stay away from sugar or dairy, once you sit 
down, it's time to tell your server about these challenges. And when you do, like I mentioned in part one of our Eating Beyond Your Four Walls series, you'll want to tell your server that you have allergies, not sensitivities. Even today, when sensitivities, more people know about them, they're more commonplace, I would still say allergies instead of sensitivities. With more knowledge about sensitivities, some people can think that we are overreacting or we're just trying to follow the latest fad. I know that you know what I'm talking about. If only that were the case, she said with an eye roll. Allergies, they are given more weight. No restaurant wants a customer to end up in anaphylactic shock because of an allergy. If you don't want to be glutened or grained or sugared or dairied or whatever, make this clear from the get-go. You have allergies. Once that this has been established, now you can ask questions like, is there anything about your menu that would be helpful for me to know? Like, are there designations somewhere for gluten-free or vegetarian or dairy-free? Or you might want to ask something like, is there a dish you recommend for someone with my allergies? You can even say, these are the dishes I was thinking about ordering. Because remember, back in step one, you planned ahead of time. Which one would you recommend? Which one do you think would be the best option for me given my allergies? The server can then steer you in the right direction. And if they don't know the answers to your questions, which does happen sometimes, don't let it go. This is a stumbling block that so many fall for. They let it go because they don't want to be a problem. They don't want to be a burden. They let it go and they end up regretting it later. How many times have you done just that? Be honest. It's just you and I. Be honest here. And I've done it myself too. I did it a lot in the past. But don't let it go. Ask for a manager or ask them to check with the kitchen staff. It is better safe than than sorry. Okay, so you've planned ahead. You called the restaurant if needed. You now talked with your server. Just know that if you follow steps one, two, and three, you are rocking this mama. You are prepared to eat out with success. So know that right from the get-go. You're doing awesome if you do step one, two, and three. What's next? What's next is step number four. It is now time to place the order from a gluten-free menu, a paleo menu, a vegan menu, from any kind of special menu that's going to give you the best shot of dining out success. If there is some sort of allergen-free special menu, this is your best option. When I order off that menu, now I always, even though I've had that conversation ahead of time with the server, I remind them what menu I'm ordering from and what my allergies are. Oftentimes, you're going to see a dish like Let's say something like spaghetti carbonara. It's on the regular menu and it's also on the gluten-free menu. See what I'm getting at here? Your server needs to know that yours should be made with the gluten-free pasta or the spaghetti squash. 
Let me just show you how this might look for you. Let me give you an example. Okay, let's say that your main sensitivities are gluten and dairy. That's a common one for those of us with IBD. So let's start there. When you're ordering and you're talking to the server, you're going to say something like, I would like the herb crusted haddock off the gluten-free menu. That comes with gluten-free rice and carrots. Is that correct? And I just wanted to double check. There, there's no dairy in that dish, right? Okay, I know it seems redundant, but take it from me, take it from the many bad experiences that I had. This is key. Your server is busy. They have a lot going on. Overtelling them is better than undertelling. As long as we do it with humility, grace, and gratitude, of course, gratitude, it is always better to be safe. But do it with those terms, the humility, the gratitude, and the grace. Okay, I want to make sure that you plan for all contingencies here. So let's just say, because this does happen sometimes, doesn't it? Let's say there's no gluten-free or grain-free or dairy-free options. Here's what you do. It all comes out in step number five. Step number five, no gluten-free, no paleo menu, no problem. If the restaurant is reputable, and especially if it's a nicer, more fine dining restaurant, one that requires reservations, this should not be a problem at all. So when you don't see that kind of menu, don't sweat it. When you are dining at a restaurant without an allergen-free menu, I recommend that you don't look at the menu at all. Don't even open it. Don't open the menu. Instead, what I want you to do is think to yourself, what do I want to eat? What do I want to eat? What do I feel like? What do my taste buds want right now? Then I want you to order that thing with very detailed instructions. So you're going to say something like, I have allergies to X, Y, and Z. And I'd like to order something simple without any sauces or seasonings. Can you broil me a plain chicken or a plain fish? If you have salt or pepper, lemon, you can add that, but please don't add anything else. And then on the side, I'll have some steamed broccoli. Can you just make sure when you steam it that you don't steam it with the water that was used for noodles? Because remember, in part one, we learned that they often steam the vegetables with the noodle water. So you just want to make a really quick note, ask about that. Nicer restaurants, they will do this for you. They will do it for you, no problem. Even many chain restaurants will do this for you. It is always worth it to ask. Remember, the key to success with step number five is be detailed, be polite, and be confident when you order. That's worth saying one more time. I got to say that one more time. For step number five to work, be detailed when you order. Be very specific with what your needs are. Notice how I said plain, broiled, with salt and pepper only, right? Be very specific. Be polite, say it with a smile, and also, most importantly, exude confidence. Exude the confidence of the badass mama you are, that mom who knows what she wants and what she needs. This is a situation where bringing your own condiments and sauces, this is where especially it comes in handy. When I plan ahead with a restaurant that doesn't have a special menu or an allergen-free menu, 
I always bring my little condiment containers with my homemade honey mustard sauce, my barbecue sauce, maybe some mayo. It turns a plain meal, like I just mentioned, into a tasty, gut-friendly meal. And this is also where bringing your own bread or your own bun will come in handy because it can then jazz up any plain meal. It can turn that plain meal into pizzazz. And you'd never feel like you're missing out on something. This is a step, I have to say, of all the steps, this step does take practice. So I want you to give yourself grace because you may make mistakes on this one at first. But keep doing it. Definitely keep doing it because you'll get better. Better and better about asking what you need until it becomes second nature. I promise you it will become second nature. Now, this might go without saying, but I feel like I have to say it. When your illness requires that, you have to be a little more high maintenance when you eat out. Remember that you want to reward your server and the kitchen staff with praise, with thank yous, and with a good tip. You are cultivating relationships and restaurants here. If all goes well, you're going to be a repeat customer. And I love, I absolutely love going to restaurants where I've been there so much that they know me, they know what my needs are without me even having to tell them. And if you follow my five-step foolproof restaurant ordering plan, you will cultivate these restaurant options for you as well. And let me tell you, it is such a blessing to feel confident when you go out to eat that you won't be back at home in an hour or sooner regretting every decision that you just made. Let's go ahead and go over those steps one through five. Let's go over those one more time. And then after that, we're going to talk about how you're going to make this happen for you. How are you going to do it like a mom? Okay, step number one was plan ahead. Look the restaurant menu up online and pick two or three possible menu options before you go. Step number two, make that call, especially if it's a restaurant that you're unfamiliar with, if it's your first time, or if you didn't get what you needed from the online website. Step number three, talk to your server. Even if you've already done steps one and two, talk to your server. They are the link between you enjoying your food and going home happy. So make sure that they know about your allergies and ask them what they think about the options that you've chosen. They can be really helpful in that area. Step number four, order from that special menu. Let them know you're ordering from the special menu. And then once again, remind them about your allergies, aka in quotes, sensitivities. Remind them about that one last time. And then step number five, of course, no special menu, no problem. Don't open the menu. Don't even look at it. Think about what you'd like, what your taste buds want, and then order that with details, with confidence, and with a smile. And above all, bring those condiments, those extra goodies like bread, 
dessert cookies. Sometimes I actually will bring an extra tea bag, like an herbal tea bag for a a different kind of tea that I know that they won't have there. If I know they don't have a good selection, maybe they just have black tea. I'll even bring a tea bag. And, And lastly, be a good tipper. They've gone to all this trouble for you. Be a good tipper. Okay, after all this, I want you to be successful. I want you to do dining out like the badass IBD mama. I know you are. The best place to start is by asking yourself just a few questions. How do I feel about eating out on my special diet? How do I feel about it? Am I confident eating that diet at home first? Do I feel like I have the potential to have a successful dining out experience? I want you to ask yourself that. I want you to ask what parts of asking for what I need are difficult for me? Did anything kind of pull at you while I was telling you these different steps? What skills can I practice? The ones that I'm uncomfortable with, what could I practice? Can I write a script? Could I practice in front of the mirror? Maybe at the place where you're at right now, maybe you're still figuring out what can I eat? What can't I eat? If you're at that place, I want you to use your food journaling system regularly. It is the best, the greatest starting place. It will help you feel confident that you're going to get your needs met because you know what you can eat and what you can't. You'll know that in no time. And if you feel like you're just not ready for it yet, I want you to just start looking at online menus of restaurants in your area. Which ones have an allergen-free or a gluten-free or a gluten-friendly menu? This will help you be prepared when you're ready to tackle going out to eat. It's a baby step, yes, but an important one to tackle while you're in that process of getting comfortable for what works for you and for what doesn't. And once you find the handful of restaurants you know that you can count on, make them regular hangouts and get to know the staff. That will ensure that you'll have a great dining experience without getting glutened, grained, dairied, soyed, all of those lovely things every time you dine out. Okay, you've learned a lot today, Mama. We've gone through a lot here. I hope you took notes. I have to tell you that I'm proud of you. Because this is a really big first step. Remember that no matter where you're at on your eating beyond your four walls journey, remember that that's where you're meant to be. It's all good. Just keep moving forward and I know you will reach those goals that you have for yourself. And if you're feeling ready to test these steps out, you can start by picking a date and picking a time when you're going to try your new skills. Pick a restaurant with a menu that you think will serve your needs and then just go for it. Enjoy the night out and just see how it goes. And after the experience, after you do it, I want you to then kind of assess how did it go? Ask yourself, what were the top three positives that I gained from this dining experience? I made my needs met. I called the restaurant ahead of time. I told the server I had allergens. Maybe it's I got a meal that worked for me and I didn't get sick. What are those top three positives? And then along with that, what are the top three areas that I could improve upon or that could be improved upon? 
Maybe I forgot to ask a question. Maybe I didn't talk to the server ahead of time. You know, whatever it is, whatever you feel like, it just didn't go as well as I wanted it to. Write those things down too, because those are going to give you the fuel to keep making this better and better and better. And remember, it, it won't be, it will not be, I can guarantee you, it will not be flawless at first. I was so much worse than bad at this in the beginning. It took me several attempts to get it right. And that's okay. Because every time you do this, every time you follow these five steps, you're going to get better and better at it until you are eating out with foolproof success. If you have any questions that are just kind of rolling around in your head right now, rolling around in the back of your mind, at the front of your mind, chat me up. I'd love to continue this conversation. This is one of my favorite things to talk about because I've had so much experience with it. If you want to reach out to me, I am on Facebook at the IBD Health Coach, at the IBD Health Coach, or you can also email me, hello at karenhaley.com, hello at karenhaley.com. And remember, Karen's with a Y. My mom had to be a little different, so it's K-A-R-Y-N, and then Haley is H-A-L-E-Y. Okay, one last reminder. Thanksgiving is almost here. Get your IBD Foodie Thanksgiving table cookbook. It is yours free at karenhaley.com forward slash Thanksgiving. It is going to make your holiday feast grand, gut healthy, and delicious. Happy eating on Thanksgiving, Mama. Happy eating out. I cannot wait to hear how both of these go for you. Until we meet again, I am wishing you a cheeky and gut healthy healing journey. Chat soon. Bye.